Welcome. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for joining me, Chef Dan, to the Giants, uh, to the Giants Report. I am Chef Dan. Thank you guys so much for joining me, where we are going to break down the latest news on what's going on with the Giants. Uh, give me one moment here. It's been quite a while since we've broken down, uh, since I've broken down any news with you guys on the Giants because the draft was just so exciting. It was a wanderlust. And then you guys have seen me on the channel breaking down uh, other sporting events here and there. But the Giants haven't been silent. They've been having a lot of uh, uh, activities going on ever since the draft. You know, Evan Neal, Kayvon Thibodeau, Wandale Robinson, and all the draft picks that they selected, Cardell Flott, all of them welcomed the, uh, got welcomed into the uh, New Jersey practice facility. They all are getting acclimated to their new surroundings, and they kind of had to. Uh, they had some rookie mini camps, not kind of, but they had rookie uh, rookie mini camps. The first set of uh, rookie mini camps happened May 13th to May 15th. There were some good reports there about how. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, Evan Neal, both were very, very good displaying the, uh, you know, qualities that they were drafted for on the field. They uh, proceeded to have more rookie camps. Uh, they, they proceeded to have more camps May 16th to May 17th, OTA workouts. Uh, May 19th, more OTA workouts. May 23rd, 24th, more workouts, all the way to roughly about June 9th, they had, uh, uh, you know, workouts. June 7th was mandatory. June 7th to June 9th were the only mandatory days. Uh, but other than that, every other day was optional. So they had roughly about a month and a half or so of workout uh, of uh, mini camps. And in those mini camps, there's been a lot of uh, reports coming out from the uh, from the interviews of guys like John Feliciano, uh Jihad Ward, from the players, essentially, from Saquon Barkley, things of that nature, that the uh, uh, defense have been winning some of those uh, reps. And offense wants to win some of those reps, but the offense right now isn't really whole. As uh, what I want to get into, uh, NJ Ambassador, thank you so much for joining me. Hello and salute to you. But uh, yeah, with regards to the health, if you saw some of the clips of the uh, of the mini camps, you would see guys like Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, and Sterling Shepard. Those three are big wide receivers for the offense. All three of them are in red jerseys, not necessarily because they're hurt right now but because they're coming off of procedures or they're trying to get, you know, healthy in order to play, get up to speed. We even saw, you know, after the rookie mini camps that Kayvon Thibodeau was sporting a red jersey because he got hurt as well during the uh, rookie mini camps. It's nothing too serious. He, in, uh, they're, saying, they're saying that the, uh, the way he's healing up He's going to be able to go full speed during training camp and be able to, uh, you know, attack the season with full strength. But all of these guys right now are in red jerseys. 
So you can tell that, you know, they're going through individual drills, but they're not going through the team practices. So that's why a lot of the uh, the news coming out of the mini camps is that the defense are winning some of those reps. That in addition to what I'm going to talk about a little bit later with Wink Martindale. But uh, we can get right into it because I know you guys want to talk about it. The new offense and what to look forward to. The first thing we all want to talk about, because we have to address it, it's been in a, a need of addressing for the Giants, is the offensive line. Right now, the offense, uh, based on the defense winning the reps, we know that the offensive line has to get acclimated with each other. These guys are new playing with each other, so it's going to take time for them to get uh, acclimated with each other and know how to move together because the offensive line has to move as one unit. If there's ever a unit that has to move together and, you know, communicate not only not only through, you know, language, but verbally and watching each other's movements is the offensive line. The defensive line can give you whatever look, which is what Wink Martindale, you know, specializes in. But the offensive line has to move in unison. So they they have to get acclimated to each other. It's the first time that Andrew Thomas is playing with Evan Neal. It's the first time that Evan Neal is playing with John Feliciano. It's the first time that John Feliciano is playing with either one of these guys. You know, we still don't know what the guard situation is looking like. Right now, it's potentially could be Shane Lemieux, uh, uh, could be our starting guard. But we haven't really heard any news uh, you know, coming in regards from the guard position. Really, our speculation more so is coming from the right guard. It's sounding like they're trying to get Matt Pert ready for a right guard. And if so, that would be a huge uh, boon for us. If Matt Pert could be consistent, that would be great for us in the offensive line. But so far, they have to get acclimated to each other. Another thing to look forward to in this offense if you guys have, you know, been hearing the news, Mike Kafka has been talking to Daniel Jones and Brian Dable has vocalized this, but Mike Kafka is ensuring it because he's the offense court. He's the offensive coordinator. He has been in co constant communication with Daniel Jones in certain favorable plays of his so that they can design a system around what he likes. So it's going to be a system tailor made around Daniel Jones. What that looks like, we shall see. But it's something that we haven't heard from any of the two coaches previous to, to uh, you know, to the regime. With Pat, uh, 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 excuse me, with jo uh, with Joe Judge and uh, with Joe, oh man, this guy, Coach Clapp. With Joe Judge and Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett came in with the Air Coriel system. So it was something that Daniel Jones had to learn. With Pat Shermer, he had the West Coast offense, which Daniel Jones had previously played in a little bit in at Duke, but he didn't have the wide receivers to kind of flourish in that. So he had some comfortability, he had some familiarity and some comfortability with that offense, but it wasn't, you know something that is tailor-made to him. This offense right now is being tailor-made to, uh, tailor to him. Slash, another thing that is being added into it, 
I don't know if you guys have heard the news, but it came across to me from other people uh, talking about the Giants. Salute to Talking Giants. I want to give them their props. They, they've been doing their research. But Mike Kafka, coming from the Chiefs' offense, he has been in constant communication with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is acquaintances with one of the quarterbacks in the room. So the quarterback has been in constant communication with Patrick Mahomes, and he's been able to, at some points, get Daniel Jones to FaceTime Patrick Mahomes with him so that they can talk about the new system. <clears throat> because some of the plays that we are going to be running is coming from uh, the Chiefs uh, system. So what that looks like, we shall see, but that's very exciting news to me right there. It's not to say that, you know, Daniel Jones is going to be the next Patrick Mahomes, but it just lets you know the sharing of information is that much more important because now you want to, now you have a knowledge of what you want the, the wide receivers to kind of run and what you want to, you know, what are some of the things you want to see when you're running certain plays? So that's going to be very exciting right there. Another thing I want to talk about in regards to the offense is the offensive skill players usage, because one of the biggest news that's been coming out of the, uh, the pre uh, coming out of the mini camp is Saquon Barkley. He has been healthy. That's something that I didn't have to address in the health section. So thankfully Saquon has been healthy. He's had, you know, a healthy off season. And a lot of the looks that he's been getting is him being, you know, used outside of the, you know, regular running back uh, facilities. It's where he's catching a pass and having uh, yards after the catch. Saquon Barkley, when we saw Saquon Barkley at his best, is when you could utilize him doing certain things like that. Because not only could he do that, now he poses a threat in the Wildcat, uh, you know, in the Wildcat offense, where you could have potentially a Kadarius Tony getting the, uh, the you know, getting uh, the pass behind the line of scrimmage. And from there, he's dishing out a pass to Saquon Barkley. You could have something where we saw Daniel Jones, he was a wide, a wide, wide out option in one of the passes against, uh, against the Panthers last year, we know that that's going to be something that they're going to explore there. But, uh, well, hopefully not too much because Daniel Jones will be very good in the pocket. So we won't need to do too much of that. But that's something that they can, you know, they can threaten defenses with. So it's going to be very exciting to see there. Another thing I want to bring up, which is very, very I don't know if it's to say exciting or odd, but the biggest news coming out from the offensive end is that rookie tight end Daniel Bellinger. He's been the starting. Uh, uh, he's been the starting tight end in a lot of the reps. While the offensive, while the signing, uh, the Ricky Seals Jones, the the signings that we made at tight end have been present at minicamp. But Bellinger has been the, the starting tight end in most of the reps. He's been getting first-team reps. I, I don't know if that's exciting. I don't know if that's a little nerve-wracking. But I, 
I don't know. I mean, maybe they have different packages for those different tight ends because Ricky Seals-Jones is a bigger tight end, but he's not known to be a blocking tight end. That's the thing. He's If you look at the stats, his, his blocking is, is not the greatest. It's actually subpar for a guy his size. So for 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 Bellinger to be getting the first team reps is I don't know, maybe he's 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 I mean he's earning them. That's a good thing to see, but I don't know, maybe the acquisitions are just so bad that this guy is beating them out. That could be a worry right there. But we we shall see there. But uh, I, I, that's a, that's enough about the offense because if you listen to a lot of uh, Brian Dave, if you listen to Coach Dave's uh, interviews when he's talking after a lot of the mini camps, he's being very tight lipped. That's that that's most of the news I could give you guys on the offense because Brian Dave was not being is not letting out any information on the offense. He's making sure that little to no information is being shared, and he wants to surprise everyone as much as he's trying to surprise the reporters that are there watching the practices. So, I I don't know. We we'll see what the uh what, what the product on the field looks like in a whole. But I want to get over to the new defense. See their wink wink because the defense definitely has been winning their reps. And that's because of, you know, one, because of the guys present there. And we can see that, you know, the offensive weapons that we want to be there, uh, you know, helping out the offense aren't there. So that could be one reason there, one reason why. But John Feliciano, he's, you know, said that he's basically said, and this is something that Coach Dable didn't, you know, kind of want him expanding on but he ended up expanding on it anyways when they asked him about it but he said that wing martindale has essentially been giving out a whole different plethora of packages and it's been something that has been confusing to the offensive line it's good for them to to get right now because now that they're getting used to this throughout the season they can gel more and more and they'll be they'll be able to you know produce better and better uh, products throughout the season to give Daniel Jones more time on uh you know more time on his feet but Wink Martindale man he's just been astonishing in the way that he's been presenting these defensive packages and if this is the news that's coming out with the practices we can't see his fans I can't wait to see it on the field because I'm I can't lie to you guys I, I it's not in the closet anymore there is another team that I enjoy watching in football, and that what that is the Ravens. I'm still going to watch the Ravens because I'm a huge Lamar Jackson fan. But Wing Martindale was definitely another reason why I, I watched the Ravens because the defense there was just so aggressive, and I was just so jealous of it. And now that we have this guy here, I'm excited. I'm oh man, I can't wait for this. This is so exciting, and to hear that he's been confusing the offensive line is is exciting for me in both ends. First off, because the offensive line needs this right now. You need tough practices in order to help the, these guys mold mold them in order to mold these guys. 
but also the fact that the defense has been presenting it. And even though they, you know, they could be making mistakes here and there, but all in all, they've been, you know, they've been still winning most of their reps. And that's a good thing to hear because Wink has got them in the best position to do so. So that's a great thing right there. Um, that's really about it. Uh, Wink, Wink didn't talk too much. Uh, uh, Jihad Ward spoke about how he's mentoring Kayvon Thibodeau and he's got him under the wing. And Jihad Ward, is be- he, sound like, he sounds like a very good pro. You guys, I would encourage you to go and listen to his interview after the minicamp. It's up there on YouTube on the Giants page. He sounds like a very good guy. Like he, He's funny, light, but at the same time, he knows how to keep the main thing the main thing. And that's something that you need in New York. So for him to immediately grab Kayvon Thibodeau and put him under the wing is very exciting to see. Big Taz, thank you so much, man. Big Blue Wrecking Crew, I love it. Most definitely. Wink has got these guys on right, man. I I absolutely love it. Thank you so much, Big Taz. But yeah, man, Wink Wink is just so awesome and I, I... I love it. I can't wait to see the defense. Uh, I want to also get on to some, just note this, some team activities. These guys have been going to Yankees games. These guys have been going to Mets games when the Rangers were playing. These guys were going to Rangers games. They're going to concerts. They're, They're going to museums together. The team as a whole, both offense and defense, and they're having fun. If you look at some of the social media of the of the team, you can see them playing around with each other. And, and when they go live, they're having fun and joking and gelling. And it's a good thing for them to be doing this right now. We didn't see a lot of this prior to, you know, the, the past two regimes. The team didn't, you know, they didn't have this type of uh, uh, air about them. And that's something that Coach Dable has been uh, bringing about. He's kind of been a bit lighthearted. Not in the sense that he, it's no structure. There's definitely structure, but he's letting these guys loosen themselves a little. And that's something that uh, John Feliciano definitely mentioned in his interview. That's something I also encourage you guys to listen to as well, because he talked about how the players that he noticed from the regime of Joe Judge, they're kind of scared to make mistakes. And Dable wants these guys to make mistakes at full speed. That way you can correct them and you know what to do and you're training the muscles in the right way to to make the right movements at the right time. So that's something that's great to hear that they're, you know, they're purging themselves of certain bad habits that was there from the last regime. Uh... After that, I just want to talk about some of the worries that I have of the new system. Like Dable said, these guys are very hesitant right now. These guys are very, very hesitant right now because of the last regime and what they've done. It's... Man... It's worrying that we're going to see some hesitation. It's worrying that we're going to see some bad habits because 
that's like the things that they that were going on at, during the last regime were kind of it was it was to a point where every media person was making a joke of it and i was sick of it but they had all the right to do so because that last game the to run it to punt it that was the worst thing ever and i understood joe judge's reasoning for that but at the same time it was just terrible and that was the look that was the last look that the regime that you know that last regime had that dave gettleman and joe judge have to their name so the giants have to clean that up another worry i have of the new system man i know wink is very very good but we're kind of weak on the back end of our uh uh you know we're kind of weak on the back end of our of our uh defense especially in the cornerback position i know uh uh dory jackson has essentially been bumped up to number 1 and he showed some number 1 capabilities throughout the season last year but after that the drop off is the drop off is kind of huge a lot of the guys are first-year, second-year players, so it's going to be scary to see those guys getting first-team reps throughout the season. And if those guys get hurt, it's going to be a lot of rookies and unsigned guys, you know, uh, uh, practice squad and practice squad and recently signed guys that are going to be playing in the cornerback position. And cornerback is one of those positions you kind of don't want to give up like that. So we, we we're kind of gonna have to we we need we're gonna need our defensive line to provide a pressure that they weren't providing last year. They're kind of gonna have to do a complete 180. That's a huge worry there in order to make the defense work, and that's just you know in order to help the the you know offense clean up some of those mistakes because the offense is gonna make mistakes there. So those are some of my worries right there. But I think those are all going to be ironed out in the preseason. And ladies and gentlemen, the preseason schedule was released. As it's up there, right there, you guys can see it. Give me one moment as I put the ticker down so you guys can see when we're playing. First preseason game. On a Thursday, August the 11th, 7 p.m., we're facing the Patriots at Gillette. So first preseason game, kind of interesting there. I don't know if uh, uh, Mac Jones is going to be playing that game, but we shall see. Uh, 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 Patriots defense is very... It's a very good defense to face early in the preseason. It'll give Daniel, well, whoever's at a, a quarterback, it'll give them a, a good chance to, you know, iron some things out and get a good look of what to look, uh, you know, get a good look of what to do and what not to do during the preseason. Uh, yeah, big task. New England early. And NJ Ambassador, you said it. Judge will be at that game. He is, yeah, he is at the, uh, uh, he is back at the Patriots. So he will definitely be at that game. But I don't think he's going to have any inside intel. It's going to be irrelevant there because, uh, it, it, you know, it, you're not facing any of the systems you know. Unless Daniel Jones is there 
at quarterback, you're not going to be facing a system you know. And even when Daniel Jones is there, he's not going to be <laughs> it's not going to be a system he knows. As big task, who Mac Jones? Who Mac Jones? <laughs> I love it. I love it. But uh, uh, yeah, that's the first preseason game. Second preseason game is gonna be on Sunday, football Sunday. August 21st, 10 days after the first preseason game. So that'll give them some time to iron some things out, get some rest. It, hopefully no one gets injured and, you know, they just, you know, they're getting back into football shape. But they will face the Bengals, the, you know, the Super Bowl, close to Super Bowl being champ Bengals, the AFC champion Bengals will face them 7 p.m. We're going to be at home facing the Bengals, so we're going to be quite comfortable there. That's going to be interesting. I I know uh, if there's one thing I know, Joe Burrow will not be behind the helm. Or if he is, he'll probably take a snap or two, and then that's it. But then again, they're facing Wink Martindale in the preseason. Who's facing Wink, Mark, Wink Martindale and putting out there a starting quarterback? I don't know if that's smart. That's going to be very interesting there. I'm looking forward to these games. Third preseason game. They say it's away, but technically we're at home. We'll be facing the Jedi and his Jets. That'll be seven days later, week later, Sunday, August 28th at 1 p.m. I'm looking forward to all of these games, ladies and gentlemen. Just want to leave this up here one more time so you guys can get a good look of these games that are coming up preseason in August. And man, big task. I could I could guarantee a reason why you're crying. It's so close yet so far. I want football back. I can't wait, man. I want football back. But yeah, those games there, August 11th. August 21st and August 28th. Once again, August 11th, August 21st, August 28th. 7 p.m., 7 p.m., 1 p.m. Look out for that as I will be doing breakdowns of what I noticed in those preseason games. I will be watching those preseason games and we will be doing some more giant reports on the on those games and what we've seen from our Giants. But that's pretty much it, guys. Until then, we're going to have some, uh, uh, you know, July, we're going to have some uh, camp, but the schedule hasn't been released yet. So we're going to be looking forward to that. I'm, I will be doing more Giants reports when some more news comes out. But right now, it's pretty silent. The Giants are just kicking back. They're letting the players hang out with one another and getting acclimated with each other because the season's going to start, man. And I can't wait for these Giants to come out and surprise not only the NFC East, but the world, man. But for me, but for me to you guys, thank you so much for joining. Uh, everyone in the chat, NJ Ambassador, and Big Task, thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you guys join me once again. I hope you guys, uh, uh, you know, 
I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you guys so much. And please, man, subscribe, hit the subscribe button, share this as we, I will be breaking down. And I know the Jedi will be breaking down some jets and we will, you know, we might cross, we will definitely cross paths, you know, breaking down that last preseason game. But thank you guys so much, man. And have a good day. Let's go Big Blue.